Parshas Vayigashvi, Perik Memzayim, Pasukidalev, Chapter Forty-Seven, Verse Eleven. And Yosef settled his father and his brothers. And he gave them a property. In the land of Egypt, in the best of the land. And that was Be'eretz Ramses. In the land of Ramses. Goshen was in the land of Ramses, in that area. As Paroi has instructed. And Rashi says, Ramses itself, Me'eretz Goshen, was from the land of Goshen. That's like, say, a state. There's a state, the state is called Goshen. Within the state, there's a city, right? Which is called Sharon, is a town or a city. So Ramses was a city within the state of Goshen, within the Eretz of Goshen. Pasik Yud Beis. Vayichalkel Yosef es Oviv ves Echov ves Kol Beisoy. So Yosef sustained his father and his brothers ves Kol Oviv and his entire father's household. Lechem lufiatov bread according to the young children. Now, you remember what? I remember when we learned this. Like the top, that your children eat so much and like it goes on the floor or something. Yeah, in Pashtun Shad lufiatov means Rashi says lufiatov. Look, Rashi lufiatov chobnei beisom according to the needs of all the members of the household, meaning even the small children. But you know that because Yosef sustained the people, all the Yidden, and the Yidden lived from Yosef, all the Yidden are called by the name Yosef. Like we have a posik, and the Rebbe explained this posik when the Rebbe was, came to that capital Tilim. At the Rebbe's age, as he was reaching a certain age, he would always explain Psukim from that capital Tilim. And that year he was saying the capital Tilim, Noyek Katsoin Yosef. So he leads like sheep Yosef. And the word Yosef over there comes from the fact that the Yidden are also referred to as Yosef. Sometimes they're called Yisrael, sometimes they're called Yaakov, sometimes they're called Yosef. The reason why they're called Yosef is because Yosef fed them. But the Rebbe explains that it's not just that he fed them food a long time ago, so we're all called Yosef because Yosef basically sustained us, but Yosef actually gave us a spiritual sustenance. But together with the physical sustenance, he also gave us spiritual. Yosef gave us something special. Yosef. Now, one of the special things that Yosef also gave us, there's a whole sikha, I want to uh, go through the whole sikha now, but one of the things that Yosef gave us, he gave us how to treat one another, of refining our characteristics, because we'll see that despite the fact that the brothers did so much bad stuff to Yosef, Yosef did not pay them back, and he paid them back only good, and only kindness, and only uh, favors for despite the fact that he, they did them back. He's, he gave good to those who are guilty. He gave them favor. He paid those guilty ones with favors instead of paying them for what they did. And that's something that Yosef feeds us and gives us to helps us refine our character. So this is Vayichalkil Yosef. And that's why we're called like Yosef. And we're also asking Hashem, He should treat us like Yosef. Just like Yosef was... Uh, treated us better than uh, we deserved. We're asking Hashem also. Uh, there's another Indian of Noy Katsoin Yosef. Lead us Katsoin, just like Yosef led his brothers. He supported them and he didn't look what they did to him. Pasuk Gimel. 
there was no food in the entire land. For the famine had grown exceedingly severe. And the land of Egypt, and the land of Canaan, which was neighboring, that was the neighbor, that's where Yaakov came for, uh, is, were, became exhausted. They were tired from the hunger. Uh, we'll see Rashi. Uh, there was now no food in the entire land. He's going back to the beginning, the beginning of the year of the hunger. This is already two years after the famine, and when Yaakov already has brought has has come has come here. But before we go to that story, he's going back to the beginning of the story that there was no bread. So by Tela, Dr. Ashi, what do you mean by Tela? Uh, we're exhausted. Dr. Kamoy Vatila, Loshrayefis, an expression of exhaustion, Kitargumay, like the Targum uh, says. And Rashi says, Vidoimeloi, there's a similar Taich, Mishli Chavav Yutches, over there it says, Kimisal Hela, Hayyede Zikim. So over there, the Taich from Kimisla Hela, which is like by Tela, means like. One who wearies, one who's tired, who shoots uh, zikim, he shoots firebands. So the word vatela is like kimeshal hela, like the person who's very exhausted. So what happened? Posikidalit. By Lakit Yosef, Yosef collected as kola kesef all the money. that was found in the land of Egypt, ubel eretz Canaan and the land of Canaan. Bashever with the grain Hashem Shavrim that they were buying because the people were buying. So he collected all the money. And Yesu brought the money into the Paras house. Bashever Asher Heim Shavrim, Zakrashi. What does it mean for the food that they were buying? For the food that they were buying, they would give him the silvers. They'd give him the silver and he'd give them the grain. Posik Tazvov, so what happened? This was the beginning. He's going back to what happened in the beginning. Posik Tazvov, now the money was depleted from the land of Egypt, Umeretz Kenav, the land of Kenan. And all the Egyptians came to Yosef saying, Give us food. Why should we die in your presence? We don't have any more money. We can't. Uh, as the Targum says, Kitargum is Shlim. Shlim means it ended. There's no more money to pay you. So what you would die? I will see in a minute, yes. Yes, didn't have any more food? No, the people said they didn't have any money to pay for the food anymore. So why should we die? We can't pay for it anymore. So Yeshu says in Tazayim, Yeshu says, Give me your livestock. I'll give you instead of your livestock. Give me your animals. You don't have any money. Pay me with livestock. Yudzayin by Yaviyas Miknayim, so they brought their livestock. El Yosef to Yosef, by Yitan Lam Yosef, Yosef gave them lechem. He gave them bread, basusim for their horses, over Miknayatzayin, and for the livestock in flocks, over Miknayabokar, the livestock and cattle, over Hamayim for the donkey, by Yinalim by lechem, and he provided them with food. In return, bechol Miknayim for all their livestock, Bashonahi in that day. That was for the first year. It means that he guided them. Similar in Yeshai, the Pasuk is, 
Ain menahel law, which means she has no guide. Nobody guides her. Ain menahel. Lashem vaynailin. Or tilim chav gimel beis. It says almei menuches yinahaleni. Over there means besides still waters, yinahaleni he leads me. So nahaleni means leading. Pasuk yudches vatitoy mashono hahi. That year ended. Vayovoyu elov mashono hasheni. So they come back to him in the second year. And they say to them, We will not hide from our master. The money is gone. And the property of the animals is all to our master. There is nothing left before our master. Bilti, uh, except our bodies and our farmland. We have nothing else to give. Is the second year of what? That was in the second year of the hunger. So what are they telling? Uh, in other words, So what they're saying him for the money and the livestock, everything came to the hand of the master. So what is left? The only thing is left, if not, is just for our bodies. Just our bodies, that's left for you. So that's all we have. Why should we die before your eyes? Also, our family, our family, our family, our farmland, he's saying, Purchase us, we're ready to own us, buy us, and our field, for bread. And our land, servants, to and give us seed. Uh, the seed is the seed to 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 sow the ground. let us live in We shouldn't die. and the soil will not lie fallow, meaning uh, empty, without anybody working it. So Rashi descends zera and gives the seed with which to sow the ground. So what's going to help the seed? Even though Yosef says before, that is still five years that there won't be plowing and sow and cutting. They can't plow and cut. That's what he was saying to his brothers when he was encouraging them to come up to him. He's saying that there's going two years of gone and there's another five years. Once Yaakov came, there was a blessing came to his uh, uh, with his arrival to his feet, meaning when he came over when he arrived and they began to sow and the hunger finished but they said to the Seyitah no, but already one year now this was already the second year I guess, I don't know exactly but this was already one year gone and this, but this happened. Yeah, but but he came on the second year. Yaakov came in the First second of year. Well, if it already started to grow, why did they go over and tell me we have nothing? They could have planted themselves. No, but also, they didn't have seed to plant. And Yosef didn't. Like Yosef wouldn't have any more money, and like Yosef wouldn't keep on getting money because the family yeah. stopped. Yeah. Yeah. No, it looks like that. Um, it looks like it started a little bit at a time. Uh, this story, you know, they started asking for it. I mean, again, I don't understand. 
I don't understand why the. Um, I mean, this, this story looks like it's in the second year, right? It's happening in the second year. Uh, it says Vayitai. Oh, so two years already. Okay, no, but that happened in the second year. I don't know exactly when to fit in, when they were asking for the food and when they were asking for the Zera. It's apparently, it came at the same time, sometime during the end of the second year, and maybe they're, um, they're asking already for the end of the second year. But... The Pasuk Chavit gives you the general, but the, the, the Torah gives you the general scoop of what took place over there. Pasuk Chav, Vayikin Yaakov is called, Vayikin Yosef is called Admas Mitzvayim Lepare. So Yosef bought all the farmland of the Egypt for Pare. Kimachrum Mitzrayim, for the Egyptians sold, each, today, each person sold his field. Kichazak Aleim Harav, because the hunger was very strong for them. But Tiyahar is Lepare, so the whole land belonged now to Pare. The was bought to him. Now it belongs. Pari was only the king, but now it all belonged to him because he had to feed them. They had to pay for it, and they now they they became servants and they gave away their farmland. They gave everything to Pari, so now it's, everything belongs to Pari. Yosef took it for Pari before. Also, the money he brings to Pari, the land he brings to Pari. He acted as an agent to Pari, not for himself. That's on, but the people have it. He transferred the populace to the city. He took them away. Now they were used to be in the farmlands. He moved them to the cities. From one end of the boundary of Egypt. He moved them all out of the land, put them to the city. He actually moved them around from one city to the other city. Why did he do that? As a reminder, that they don't have a portion of land. They don't own it anymore. So he moved them around to transfer them so they shouldn't sit in their own property to show they don't own their property. And he switched around uh, one people of one city and the other city. The Pasuk did not need to write this. Why did the Torah telling us? Who cares what he did over there? This is telling us the praise of Yosef. What was his intention with this? Besides what we're saying is that was what he was telling them apparently. But he intended to remove the shame or the stigma from his brothers. They should not call them exiles because they, they're strangers. You know, They came from Canaan. But the rest of Egypt are regular. So he moved them all around. He says everybody is a goyim. They're not alone. Why? Even though... Um, Not only Yosef, even the all the Egyptians, because he made them all to Goyim, because they're all moving around now. He moved Yosef family. No, no, he moved the Egyptians, yeah, those who come to for the, those who acquired their fields and their lands. Mitzay gvul Mitzrayim, the Tarashi came also lechol Arim. So he did to all the cities, Asher b'Malchus Mitzrayim, that were in the Egyptian kingdom. Mitzay gvula from one end of the boundary, at Mitzay gvula to the other end of the boundary. The exception to that is Chobbeis, like the Pesach. Only the farmland of the priests he did not buy. For the priest had an allotment from Pari. He allotted them. And they ate their allotment. They ate, Pari used to feed them their food. They didn't have to buy food because Pari had to give them. They didn't have to sell their, their, their land because they didn't have to pay because Pari had an agreement with the priests that he fed them, so they ate from his. So that was the rule over there. 
הכהנים? The word hey is like hine, like behold. So over there in Yecheskel, what it means over there, vegam, and also ani, I, hey, behold, over there, hey means behold, darkecho berosh nosati means I have laid your way, laid your way uh, on your head, berosh. But anyways, the word hey means behold. Now, it's interesting, uh, in the previous parsha, you know, when, when the people came, in the case, when the people came to complain to Pari, so Pari tells them everything that Yosef told them to do, he, uh, uh, Pari says to them, they came to want food, they say, go to Yosef. Uh, or, no, so first he tells them, why didn't you do what Yosef, why didn't you collect? He said that we collected. Well, so they said no, so they said, but all the worms... So Rashi said before that he was telling them that you see that the grain didn't last, they rotted away. So what if he's going to, they were all going to die? So whatever he tells you to do, do. What did Yosef tell them to do? He told them to circumcise. He told all the people of, of Mitzrayim to circumcise. So the fact that he gave them the feed now, he made them circumcise. So they tell them, Hey Lechem Zerah. He gave them this, the, the, the seed. He had them circumcised. By having them circumcised, it's brought down that every time a sikha from the Kisra Arizal, that by giving them the seed and having them circumcised, he actually added chayas, the actual life to Mitzrayim. All this thing of Yosef uh, taking out the money from Mitzrayim and cleaning out Mitzrayim, Rashi said before, he made it like a Metzulah, like the depth of the water that doesn't have any fish because there was a purpose also spiritually to clean out from all the sparks of Kedusha that were in, that fell down from the Rapach Netzutzes that were godly sparks that came down 
and Yosef, and then the Yidden who the Golos Mitzrayim, they had to clean it all up and take it out of there. But the fact that Yosef gave them the seed and he made them circum- circumcised, he added chayes to them. And the Rebbe asked in the Sikha, but, you know, doesn't it seem like he made them uh, circumcised? He brought them closer to Hashem. But he did it on his own. Yosef did it on his own. And the Rebbe goes on the whole Sikha over there explaining how even sometimes we think that we can make things better for Hashem on our own, we cannot do it. So we can't do things on our own just because we think that we're going to gain a lot. The Rebbe talks about we cannot compromise about Torah, about Yiddishkeit, or even if things like we're going to bring in people to our shul, if we're going to make a mechitza less, or we're going to, we're going to do things. Yosef's telling them, Heilachem Zora, and having them circumcised, is actually something which was uh, non-desirable. And the Rebbe also brings out, that's where Misakin through the Heilach Ma'anya, that we're saying, that's what we say, hey, corresponding to the Heilach Zora, that Heilach Ma'anya, this is the bread of the Anya that came about because of the Heilach Zora that Yosef does. But then eventually, we have to bring from this uh, is the Achola of Asono Ba'ar of the Mitzrayim that they made strong lands of Mitzrayim as the Rebbe explains the whole Sikh over there so you're asking is uh, he proved to them that he was Yosef he says Rashtad before because he showed them that he was circumcised but if this story that he gave them the food and he told them all to circumcise happened uh, before the brothers came there then it would be no proof from the fact that he was circumcised, that he was the brother. Everybody was circumcised. So it means that this story came afterwards. Or um, I don't know. See, it's see the policy goes back over here. Tells us what took place in the two years. It mentioned very briefly in the parshas Mikates. Then it went over telling the story of the brothers, and it's a little bit hard to place it, gauge it exactly. But that's a very good question. Also, I mean, I don't know. Let's go post So what does he tell them? And it shall be concerning the crops. So you shall give a fifth to yelochem, And the remaining four parts should be yours. In other words, one fifth goes to pare and four you keep for yourself. And what do you do with the other four parts? To seed your fields. And for your food. And for your families. And for your children to eat. Also, we see lechem lefiatov, always tov. Tov represents the children, meaning elder family members. Every year you need seed for the field to plant. And that's your family. And to feed the servants and the maid servants that's in your homes. Even though they were old servants, but I guess they still own their own servants and maid servants. That's benechem ketanim. Those are small children. Why does Rashi choose to explain it over here when we had taf before? I don't know. But Those people that they give whatever they, those um, No, the kohanim no. This so the kohanim were, were separate. They they didn't have to be part of this. and they replied, you have saved our lives. Let us find favor in our Lord, in our master's eyes. Will be slaves for pare. He says, "Let's find favor." Do so as you said. 
What does it mean to be slaves? Well, they weren't slaves. He's giving them. He just made them a deal. He told them four portions to you and one fifth to Pari. That was the deal. But so this is called a slavery. To give him this tax every year, they must him to give him the tax every year. That would be the payment. And Yosef made it into a statue until this day. Al Admas Mitzrayim concerning the land of Egypt, Lefarei Lachoymesh, that it was the farm of Egypt for one fifth. Rak Admas Hakoyin Levadim. The pasuk again emphasizes the farmland of the priests alone. Lahoysel Lefarei that did not become Parei that remained theirs. Pasuk Chavzayin, Vayeshiv Yisrael Beretz Mitzrayim, and Yisrael lived in the land of Egypt. The Eretz Goishin, the land of Goishin. And they acquired property in it. And they were uh, fruitful. And they multiplied greatly. Goshen is in the land of Mitzrayim. And in Goshen itself, the Potsdam said before, in Ramses. But maybe in this case, they actually expanded out of Ramses. Maybe they went further out. They took it, they were an inheritance.